Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Happy Wednesday. That was a quite a formal introduction, Tully Lewis. I, know, I was thinking about that for two seconds, but it's another Wednesday. It's another episode dropping or whenever you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, at the end of last week's episode, we were talking about the McDonald's Big Mac taco thing, and I cooked it. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yes. That was, we were talking about what was trending on TikTok, and that is one thing. And how was it? It was delicious. Was it actually? Do you know how much? So, did you only make one? No, oh, I had two. You posted one, and I was like, gee, that's yeah, all right. Dinner. Because when you lie them, like, they don't stay folded up because so they're fried. You can't, yeah. So, you, you like, I had to put two to put two on a t- plate. I had to lean them up against one another, folded, and then right. they kind of send it like. Did it taste like a Big Mac? Yes. Did it? The sauce, my lord, that sauce you could drink. Okay, well, that was a recommendation from last week. We did say and the there's TikTok been viral Big Mac. So many people that night had another girlfriend made it. Yeah. The night before, a girlfriend made it, and I reckon I had about fifteen people ask how it was because it's on there to cook. Yeah, list. I've saved. I think I've saved about five different um, recipes on TikTok because certain people put different things into the sauce, I've noticed. I used white onion. Yeah, I think that's a key. And I know. And did you use a little bit of the pickle juice? Because I see people use No. Little, yeah, so that's what I mean. I've, I've saved a few of the recipes and there's a few of them. I think they're Americans. They tip a little bit of the pickle sauce, like the pickle juice into the mayo. Because mm. you, you, you put pickle in the mayo, don't you? Well, I didn't put pickle. You put pickle. Yeah, so you put pickle, pickle, white onion, so chopped pickle, white onion, mustard, ketchup, and… Mustard. Oh, yeah, you said mustard. Mustard, ketchup. Anyway, doesn't matter. Save mayo. Save it. Yeah, but I did see someone put pickle juice in the actual mayo, and I was like, oh. So that's what I mean. There's a few variations. Anyway, that was a recommendation from last week. So if you're craving a Big Mac, less the calories… Make the Big Mac taco. It was bloody delicious. And Love if someone that. could do like a spin on the McChicken meal, I'd really appreciate No, I've seen that. Oh. Yeah, I follow these health accounts on TikTok and the guy has made not a taco, but he has made a McChicken healthy version. Great. I love yeah. that. Anyway, how has your week been? It's another week and it's bloody freezing in Melbourne. How's, oh, I, do you know what? I thrive in cold weather. Oh my God, I do not. I love a beanie. I've got a beanie collection. I love beanies. I love jackets. I do love winter fashion, but I do not thrive on the cold. Like the last two days, yesterday morning it was six degrees. I'm, if you know, listen to this podcast, I'm originally from the country. My dad, my parents still live there. And my dad messaged yesterday, said it was minus three degrees and frost. I was like, I do not miss that. I bet when the mornings are cold, but there's no rain and no wind, beautiful. If it's blue sky. If it's grey, not beautiful. I don't know. I don't I know. When winter. it's blue sky and cold, it kind of reminds me of New York vibes. And I don't hate that if it's blue sky. Mm. But anyway, um, it has been another very busy week. As we've mentioned on the last podcast, we are going to Bali. So the last 
the next two weeks is really hectic and trying to jam everything in is really hard, which is kind of goes onto the topic of what we want to talk about today, but it has been very busy. I'm trying to book in a photo shoot and every photographer is booked out and I'm literally like, it's literally going to be not even one hour. And we secured one though. Yes, we have, but um, photographers are very pricey at the moment and inflation every freaking where. Do you know what? I, talking about inflation, I went for a walk with one of our good girlfriends on the weekend and she said to me, she's like, when's inflation going to end? And I was like, well, do you want my opinion? She's like, I actually do. And I've been talking to um, my dad and many business owners lately and they're like, it's not going to end anytime soon when the the wages keep increasing mm-hmm. and the um, low-income wages just went through another increase. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like maybe $825 a week is the low income and that went up. That's, yeah, that's And so what has to happen with inflation for it to come down is there has to be less spending. Mm -hmm. Which hasn't really – I don't think it's changed. No, it hasn't changed at the moment. Retail has like dropped but then kind of stayed steady. And what I said to our friend is these companies and businesses are starting to lose on their margins. Yeah. And for businesses and companies, the biggest expense usually – is staff. Is staff. So for inflation to come down, unfortunately, we're going to have to see a massive spike in unemployment, mm-hmm. I believe. So I think that's going to be the thing that's going to bring down inflation. Yeah. And it's like, I know that's, I understand inflation and it's got to get the spending down and stuff. But even for us, like we've still, we have a retail brand and spending's definitely, it's gone down a little bit compared to the last two years, but people are still spending. So it's um there's still money out there. Absolutely. But it's, it's just like, with mortgage rates increasing, bills increasing, people do have less to spend. Yeah, and even I've been talking about this. I mean, it's it's obviously a topic well, in my friendship group and who I talk to, we talk about it a lot. And you know, if you're listening, you probably talk about it to your friends or your partner or your families, but like groceries are so expensive mm. and you really have to even I've changed the way I shop. Like instead of buying for example, we all know I love Aldi um, and I buy most of my cleaning products from Aldi. If you're listening to this, please shop at Aldi for cleaning products. It is so much cheaper than Woolworths yeah. and Coles and I'm not shitting on Woolworths or Coles because there's certain things that I still go to Woolworths and Coles to buy but I have definitely changed the way I shop and I'll go to Aldi for cleaning products. It's ridiculously so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Dog food, they have the same I've got a dog. They've got the same dog brand of food at Aldi. And I realized yesterday when I went there, it is at least $10 cheaper. Wow. Um, Yogurt is so much cheaper. Cheese. um, And there was a few other things that I get from Aldi. And they're still really good brands. A lot of the brands from Aldi are actually international. I know I should be supporting Australian, but like I know the fruit and veg is Australian. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, the chocolate is amazing. It's from like Switzerland. And there's a lot of really exotic um, brands. So even the way I've shopped or getting my second coffee in the day, I'm really thinking about, do I really need to spend another five to $6 on a coffee when I can make it at home? Well, this is the thing you said that, um, you speak to it with your girlfriends Mm. quite a bit. And I really do hope that people are not going through this alone Yeah, and they are opening up to it. Um, their friends, because even me having conversations with certain girlfriends, I have to lean in with a bit of vulnerability and go like, oh, like, 
I can't buy that at the moment. I wish I could, but mm. it ju- I just can't justify yeah. it. And then that opens up their, the conversation of they they can't afford things either at the moment because bills are expensive. They've got kids to look after. Mm. They've got mortgage rates. And I think once that you open up about something like this, and I wrote about it in the FIFI email this week, it it takes a weight off your shoulders. And you know you're not alone. You you do. You know you're not alone. So I think the hardest part and the most exhausting part is always the internal conversation in your head. Yeah, and putting yourself down. You're like, fuck, I can't afford that yeah. anymore. And then you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. We we're talking about on the podcast last week about your self-worth and stuff like mm. that. And you you do feel really shitty about yourself, but we're all having the same problems. We're all having to cut back on things that we love. I'd love to have a second coffee, but I'm mm. like, Tully, you don't need to spend $6 on a coffee when I can make it at home. It's ridiculous. So Six times seven. Yeah. It was a 42, isn't it? Am I good at maths? Yeah, Six it times is. seven, 42. That's $42 extra that I'd be spending on my coffee that I don't really need to spend yeah. a week. Like that's so dumb. So just know that if you like, if people are going through financial like hardship at the moment, it's everyone, it's a season. It's not going to be forever. Mm-hmm. And what we do Look with your options. What we do with FIFI is like we we discuss money. We mm-hmm. op- we have a platform to talk about money, your relationship with money, and educate yourself on future investments. Mm-hmm. Like we know that the mo- the current time is not the time for many people to invest, yeah. but it is the time to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just I think having that conversation is so important. Um, and know that there are options instead of going to Woolworths all the time, go to your local market, mm. go to Aldi. Like there's so many options. Make an instant coffee. Like, you know, sometimes it's not as enjoyable, but um, we just have to sacrifice a few things for a season and we're all having to do that. And I think if, I think if COVID taught us anything, gym memberships are really expensive. We can do it at home. Mm. I did a home workout on YouTube this morning because mm. I had to be in the studio at 8am. Yeah. And look at options of like investments. For example, I've just got my Peloton bike Mm. and yeah, okay, Peloton is an investment because they are, you know, they're not a hundred dollars. They're an investment, but think of it long-term. If you're using your Peloton every day, it's worth that investment and you are saving money on the long-term, on the long-term going to the gyms and stuff. Cause Gymics, um, they're expensive. Like, so it's just looking at other options. But I don't know. We weren't really going to get on topic of that today. But I'm kind of glad we did. But it's it's relevant because when you're doing that mental loops in your head mm. about and worrying, it does create. You wanted to talk about burnout yeah. today. It creates a mental burnout. Absolutely. And going off what Sarah just said, the topic of today is how to prevent work. Um, I can't even talk. I was going to say how to prevent a workout, how to prevent burnout. It's coming to the middle of the year, end of financial year. It's coming into July. If you winter. live in Melbourne, it well, Australia, it's winter, mm. it's cold. And Sarah and I were talking about before, and I tend to get burnout two times in the year, in the middle of winter, like smack bang in the middle of the year or towards the end of the year when I'm like just exhausted. Mm. So we kind of wanted to talk today of how we personally prevent burnout um, and how to acknowledge that you are getting burnt out because it happens. And Sarah will touch on this now. You've been in the burnout season now. I've been in a um I would say And we're not perfect. No. We get burnt out. <laughs> I would say like I've been in a burnout season for uh, 
a year. Oh, you would you say yeah? Yeah. Oh wow. I would say after um my heart episode last year. Okay. I think a, a big contribution to that was burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just touch on again for people who may be new to the podcast or don't know you? You I don't, and don't have to go deeply into it, but when you talk about your heart problem and where it kind of started, how did that? What happened? And why do you think that? Um, I collapsed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And do you think that was from pure burnout? Um, well, they're going were, too hard. There was several contributing factors. Okay. I some put it down to long COVID. Okay. And I did tick a lot of boxes to that. What else contributes to long COVID? Do I personally believe was like. I was at an, probably an empty level. I haven't mm-hmm. had a holiday since 2019. Mm-hmm. No, earlier. I would say I haven't had a proper. Like you've had a holiday but not a proper holiday. Like oh, we've like, been to Queensland and stuff oh, but it's yeah. not a proper holiday. I haven't had like a holiday since probably I lived in Europe. Yeah, because I, I reckon my last holiday was so that's Bali like 10 2019. Years. 10 years? Yeah. No. I would say a proper holiday. I haven't had one since I lived in Europe. That's not 10 years. 2014, 15. I reckon 15. I don't think it was 10 years. But it's a long time. It's a long time. And that actually goes, and Sarah will dive deeper into what happened, but this is one thing that Sarah and I made the decision at the start of this year. We were like, we have to allocate like at least two weeks media where we go on a holiday. Yeah, but I pr- probably believe like I probably need to go on a holiday by myself at some oh, stage absolutely. too. Oh, absolutely. And I think you should do that in – September, October. But no, no, I yeah. actually do think yeah. that you should. So Sarah and I obviously going on to Bali for a week in mid-year and, you know, we'd love to go longer. But at the moment we do have a lot going on and it just, mm. we just can't. So I do think that you need to look at probably, you know, a little bit after July or whenever to book a holiday for two weeks by yourself. A hundred percent. And you probably, and that was one thing that we did at the start of the year. We're like, we have to allocate at, lo- at least two weeks mid-year and then another whatever yeah. to go on a holiday, not together. Yeah. And I think you might have even seen that this week I said to you, I was like, oh, I've just got a lot on my plate, mm. like work-wise, life-wise, and I think I handle it a lot better now. Yeah, so way- let's talk about, let's go back to when you had the heart thing. So yeah. you think you have burnt out for a whole, well, not it hasn't been a year, but nearly a year. I had the maybe the the – and I actually really don't like this word anymore, hustle mentality. Yeah, okay. And it's like such, for me, such a hard word that you're always on the grind, you're always pushing, you're like, it's like you're relentless. And for t- I thought that you needed to be like that to succeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've really, over the last year, have learned that it's quite the opposite, mm-hmm. like that, that, always going, always on mm-hmm. mentality burnt me out. Yeah. But it's also hard if you run a business, you know that you're always on, but there's even times, I think it's really easy when you have a business partner because there's been times when Sarah and I have been out for dinner and you'll start talking about business. I'm like, Sarah, I don't mm. like want to talk about business today. I think it's really, it's easier when you have a business partner to be like, let's not talk about that. Let's deal with that. That's a Monday thing. Let's just enjoy dinner. Yeah. And that's a Monday thing. Do you know what? A lot of my burnout, I would say, maybe was, and similar to what we were just talking about finances, 
in my own head, I was like having the internal conversation of we should be here by now. We should be doing this. Mm. We, why haven't we done that? Like It's being patient as well. It's not thinking so much in the future. I had all this, uh, yeah, I would say maybe um, I was shaming myself for where we weren't yet. Yeah. And that's, and do you know what? That's, I've done that before. That's such a common thing. And it is so exhausting in your head. Yeah. But of course, you're going to get burnout. Yeah. Because you're always thinking, why am I not there? Why am I not here? That person's done that. It's that comparing mentality again. And it's, it's not, it's so exhausting. And, that, and that's what I mean. Yeah. It was exhausting. And I think probably me acknowledging it, talking to you about it, talking to girlfriends about it, talking to a therapist about it. it it lifted a whole weight off my shoulders. Yeah. So if someone, so what to you, what do you think burnout is? Like if in your body, in your minds, is there like three things that people that are listening can be like, oh, I'm feeling those. Maybe I really need to check my body and see if I'm actually in a burnout season. Because when you're in burnout, it's very hard to recognize that you're, you're burning out. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of gets to a point where, you collapse like Sarah did mm. or you get to a point you have a mental breakdown or you get to a point if you're not a crier, you lose your sit and cry or you get angry or you get frustrated at people. What do you, in you, how do you recognise burnout? In someone? Like um, in yourself. Oh, in myself. Um, Obviously the health, the physical, you collapse. I think it. sleep's the number one thing. So when you're not sleeping. When you're not sleeping. Okay. And sleep is so important for your body yeah. because – even if you, I think, wake up tired, then naturally you're more reactive and no one likes being reactive. Yeah. So then you feel bad for being reactive and have those internal conversations like, oh, I shouldn't have reacted like that, but mm. you did and things like that. I think being reactive mm-hmm. is another symptom, holding on to a lot of frustration. Um, and what else would I say? And to me, all the, the both those things show show up as anxiety in my body. Mm-hmm. So when I'm not sleeping, I know I'm anxious. When I'm reactive, I know I'm anxious. Mm. I would say mainly those two things. Yeah. And then do you know what? Getting sick all the time. Yeah. I mine that I can only tell you mine. When I know I'm burnt out, some of my things are opposite to you. When I'm burnt out, I'm remove. I'm not very social. Mm. So I kind of remove myself from social situations or I just won't make myself available. I know I'm burnt out when I start doing that. Second, I am a stressful, anxious person. I get super fucking bloated. Like my stomach- Shows up in your body. Shows up in my body. I get really bloated. And when I get super bloated, it's either I've eaten something that has intolerated my stomach, but- when I start getting, when I know I haven't eaten anything, I'm like, oh, I'm stressed. I'm anxious. Like I'm, and I think for me, burnout, stress and burnout for me are the same thing. Like if I'm burnt out, I'm stressed. So when I'm stressed, I get super bloated. Three, I, I'm kind of the opposite. I, sleep a lot but I do wake up tired mm. so like we've had that conversation with Jack Boone like I fall asleep straight away I do sleep and I sleep all the way through the night but I wake up exhausted um that's another time that I can work out that I'm burnt out and 
my skin. I can tell I'm burning out when I break out in my skin. So like I'll get, I don't really get spots, but I can feel my skin getting like super irritated and like pimply. Mm. And especially around like my, this bottom half area, I can feel it and my forehead. Um, And also my period goes out of whack. Yeah, right. So I can either get my period super early or late. Welcome to Chemist Warehouse Picks of the Week. Oh my God, I was just about to say, because it's my pick of the week this week, Tally Louise. Absolutely. What have we picked for this week? I've picked Luna hair tools and specifically for me, I've picked this hair straightener because everyone knows I'm going through a hair moment at the moment. Yes, my hair is rigged. Very shiny. Thank you. Um, But why I chose this hair straightener is because it has the ceramic plates that are infused with argan oil and everyone knows Ah. how good argan oil is good for your hair. So... It will help my hair while I put heat It'll on it. It'll help nourish your hair while you put heat on it, which we love. So Luna Hair Tools have a variety of hair tools. They have the Travel Hair Dryer, which is this one, which we'll be taking that overseas because we are going overseas. They have the full-size hair dryer, the ceramic straightener, the Travel Ceramic Straightener, and a hair curler. Yep. And they're 39 99 Nothing over 39 We love that. So you can get these available from Chemist Warehouse now. Good pick. Thank you. When you were just talking then, it reminded me of what else I do to check in with because for me, burnout, my nervous systems is mm-hmm. out of whack. You Like your cortisol, you, yeah. your stress, it's all out of whack. And one of the f- first things to go to me, for me is my nervous system. And so I do a little quick body check that anyone can do right mm-hmm. now. You can do it. And I'll explain how I do it. It's like, I drop my shoulders from my ears Mm -hmm. because naturally when I'm stressed or anxious, my shoulders creep up towards Mm -hmm. my ears. I unclench my jaw. I relax my jaw. Mm -hmm. So mum, like people don't know, but they they hold their back molars really tight. Mm -hmm. And then I naturally relax my eyes and Mm -hmm. the space between my eyes because I tend to frown and squint. Mm -hmm. And so I just do a little body scan. Yeah. It's so interesting. That teeth thing I actually get Botox in my jaw because at night I sleep and I Mm. um what's that word clench clench your jaw and I do think that's like an anxious stress thing like Mm. I must sleep like so like because your body's your body's so like tense intense and and stress so it's like you're in fight or flight that's exactly what burnout Mm. is and that's exactly why I'm doing my cold plunge and everything because I am currently trying to regulate my nervous system yeah, because I've been in fl- um, fight mode for so long. Mm. Even when I sleep, when I wake up, I realise that my body has been in fight mode because my shoulders are up towards my ears. It's like, fuck, even when I sleep, my body's mm. tense. So I'm trying to regulate my nervous system to be comfortable and calm in uncomfortable situations like ice bars. I want to practice breath work more to regulate my nervous system. I'm trying to do things that calm my nervous system rather than increase it. You know I've pulled back on like HIIT training and Mm. running. It's like do more yoga. Mm. These things right now are serving me more and my nervous system more than anything. Yeah, and we are just – obviously we're just talking about like very – most of the things we're just talking about are very physical feelings and stuff like that. But another thing that I know – when I'm in like a burnout, like I can feel myself getting burnout. It's so weird. I crave yoga. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't really crave yoga on if I'm feeling good. And then when I start craving yoga or that stillness, I'm like, ooh, this is me. Like I'm getting in this, like I know I need to like chill the fuck out. Mm. But I think it's really important to understand when you do feel burnt out, recognize it and pull back on. It, it's hard pull back, especially when you do have a busy schedule. We've all got busy schedules and, you know, you might be going from one place to another place to another place, another place. And sometimes you can't help that if it's part of your job or whatever, but it's really important to recognize it and maybe even get up a little bit earlier, do the breath work, do the meditation to set up your day and have, I read something a little while ago um, about someone that I follow and she has a busy career and she will actually allocate in between meetings where she'll go sit in her car and just meditate for five to 10 minutes. I think it's really important just to schedule in those times Mm. if you do feel that you don't have that time, if that makes sense. But it's, yeah, it's burnout season. And another thing that is a good idea to do is book a holiday. 100%. So that I feel like if you don't book a holiday, especially if you live in Melbourne, you'll know that winter is so cold and it can go so long. I feel like if you don't have anything to look forward to, it makes out, it makes the burnout more aggressive mm-hmm. because you actually, we were talking about it last week as well on the podcast and we we're talking about how um, you you said you love sitting in the feeling of, the excitement of something happening. And I think that's really important to have something planned when you're in burnout season. How many times a day do we say at the moment? I'm looking forward to Bali. Exactly. Yeah, I cannot wait. And it's just like, it's so exciting and it makes, we've got two weeks until we go away and it makes this two weeks been like, okay, just need to get through these two weeks. And Mm. I know you should never wish away time, never, Mm. but I'm like, oof, like it just makes it even more exciting. A hundred percent. And I heard someone say that and and that's when I it hit me. I was like, oh, my God, we always, always do that. Whether it's just on the weekend you have a dinner with a group of friends or I a party. It's like you have something to look forward to on the weekend so you want the week to go yeah. through. And it, it's so bad. You should never wish away days and you should never, never. wish away time. But it's so true. And then another, I was listening to a podcast which inspired this conversation um, yesterday or the day before. And she was saying, this goes back to the burnout. She was like, learn the language of your body. And I'm like, I love that. So like learn the language of your body. So for you. My shoulders. Yeah. Learning Mm. exactly what you were saying before. Sarah, shoulders are always up towards her ears when she's stressed. So you've got to really understand, start understanding the language of your body. Do you know how I learned that? No. No. Yoga. No. I I had to go into my pool when it's freezing cold, a really uncomfortable, uncomfortable situation. And I was like, the first time I walked into the pool and I'm like, I was so uncomfortable. My natural natural reaction reaction was to my shoulders to go up because I was like protecting myself. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, when I'm stressed, my shoulders go up. So I was like, okay, the next day I'll go into the pool. Naturally, my shoulders creep up and I'm like, oh, nah, relax them. And then I'm in the pool and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm holding my breath. When I'm uncomfortable or stressed, I Mm. don't breathe. Yeah. Breathe. And then each day I was learning something new about how my body reacts in uncomfortable situations. And I pick up on it now. Like uh, sometimes if I get social anxiety, sometimes I do that. And so last week we had an event and I was like, oh, God. And I was like, oh, my God, my shoulders are creeping mm. up. Do I feel, like, anxious? And it's like, 
recognizing those things in my body. It's like every 10 minutes, if I just drop my shoulders, mm. I can see, check yeah. into how my body's feeling. Yeah. So it's in, so I loved that. I was like, learn the language of your body. I actually love that. So for me, it's learning the language of my body. As soon as I start getting bloated, I'm like, mm. oh, fuck, I'm stressed. And often my friends will be like, are you stressed or are you anxious? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, am I? And I don't feel it, but I'm like, I obviously am. But And then I have to reverse it. I'm like, okay, so why am I feeling anxious? Why am I feeling stressed? Oh, I know that's coming up and I'm worrying about it, but I shouldn't be worrying about it. So it's like learning the language of why. And then it's funny you say about social anxiety. I don't get social anxiety that much anymore, but I used to, and you've been privy to it. I used to get social anxiety a lot um, and I would start like sweating. I'd start shaking, sweating because my anxiety would be so bad. I would literally like, I remember my knees would start shaking. My hands would be like trembling and then I would just sweat. And it's because I was so anxious about social situations. So now I've learned that whenever I don't get it anymore, but whenever I start feeling my heart's racing a little mm. bit, I'm starting to shake a little bit and I feel hot. I'm like, okay, I need to breathe. Mm. I'm like, okay, I take deep breaths. I'm like, just, it's fine. Like I did a talk in Geelong the other day. I had nothing to be nervous about, but I started getting anxious about the situation. And I remember I was sitting up there and I was like, oh my God, my hands are shaking. I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, Tally, just sit still, just breathe in. Like I was like doing these breathing exercises with my stomach and I felt so much better. So it's learning the language of your body and then responding to those feelings. And you've just said it, I've just said it. And it's actually through breath and just acknowledging that, Oof, I'm holding tension there. Just breathe. The and stomach I thing, I'm telling I don't yourself know, you're okay. Yeah, the stomach thing, I don't know how to fix because once I'm bloated, I'm bloated for like mm. a week and it's just frustrating. Um, and I don't know how to fix that through breath. Um, but yeah, it's just learning the language of your body. And I think it's such a cool thing. A good term. Yeah, yeah. and I love that. So I was like, I'm going to bring that into the podcast because I want you guys to – always take something out of what we talk about. That's how like we deal with it, but how observing others and it might be mechanisms that show up for others, like we've got friends that bottle everything up Mm -hmm. and then just explode. I used to do that. I still do that in some ways. Yeah. Like I deal with emotions in a very different way to you Mm. and situations where Sarah, and I know you're working on this, but Sarah is very and I think it stems down, we've talked about this all the time, to your family. Your family are very open and they talk about everything. And if someone says something to someone, that they it's like Chinese whispers. And some situations I feel like you're very open and don't hold things in. Or there's some things you hold in, whereas I am different. I If I'm like I hold something in, hold something in, and then I'm just like blah, 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 and then I cry. Mm. That's how, and it's just, it's interesting how people deal with things. Yeah. But so don't bottle it up. Yeah. Because if there's anything. It depends what it is. If, if there's anything I learnt, have learnt though and I've learnt from my experience, from being friends with you, from being friends with my friends, once you actually air your problems, like I keep saying, it is a weight off your shoulders like no other. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. So I think like out of this it's like, how to prevent burnout, it's understanding your body, doing the things that you know make you a better person and calm your nervous system, mm. booking that holiday 100%. And what do you think the fourth one would be? Do you know what? I think it's the language you use because obviously like 
things always have to be done. It's not like we can live this ideal life where you don't have to work. Yeah. Everyone has to show up for work and and instead of being like, oh, I have to do this, oh, work, it's like, oh, no, it has to be That's done. That's a low vibe thing. You it, do not say low vibe things. It, like work has to be done. The money allows you to do support you, give you shelter, have fun times with friends and do whatever. So work has to be done. So I think the language you use Mm. in your life can also be a huge thing. Yeah, and also you touched on this before. It's like, yeah, we're all busy, but like I used to always that hustle mentality. I used to always someone be like, oh, how are you? And it's really hard not to answer. When you're busy, it's really hard not to answer. Oh, I'm so busy at the moment because, again, we all are so Mm. busy. But it's like instead of answering straight away to someone like, oh, my God, I'm so busy, like it's crazy, I think it's really important to – change the language and be like I know I try and pick myself I'm like sometimes I still do it and sometimes someone will be like oh how is you know how is everything I'm like oh it's so busy but you know we're all busy I still need to change that I always say oh I always oh yeah but we're all busy but I think I need to reverse it back and be like yeah got a lot going on or we're occupied like you know Mm. life is occupied I think it's really important to stop saying busy all the time because the word like my interpretation when you say busy it's like I can't get a breath in like it's like overwhelming it's a bit wanky as well because again we're all super busy Mm. I understand and you know it like I don't know what other words you can use but I try to use other words like something like you know pretty occupied moment but like you know, it's great. Yeah. Instead of using the word busy, I feel like it's really important to change and change your language. And you'll find something, a word that works for you. Yeah. And if you know any words, please DM us. I do sometimes use the word occupied or I'm like, you know, I've got a lot going on, but so do you. Um, What do you think of the word hustle? Because I really don't like that word. Like I said. I mean, hustle, the way it's used, I think can be a great word. Like I love the word hustle as in a word that there's a studio in Gold Coast that's called Hustle. Yeah. I like it in that word. It's like H-U-S-T-L and no E. Mm. Like I love that because it's like hustling to get to play. Like not in that busy way, but I just like it in that mm. way. I It depends how you're using it. I don't like the word now, you know, sh- if someone's referring She's to, a hustler. Yeah. Because we're all hustlers, but I – it's a bit offensive in a way. Oh, I don't know. Because mm. sometimes like I would do a talk or someone will introduce me and they're like, you know, she's such a hustler. You know, you need to meet her. She's a hustler. And I'm like. To me, it feels like you're always banging down on people's doors and like. To me, it's annoying. Yeah, I don't know. Like if you referred to, there's some people, there's some people in my head that I'm like, oh my God, she's such a hustler. But I'm kind of, I would never say it out loud, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, it's not. I'm not saying it in a positive way. Positive way. I'm like yeah. saying is she's so annoying. Yeah. What? I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know. Mm. I, I used to use the word a lot, but I don't really use it anymore. I don't like it. It's like entrepreneur. Yes, okay, we're entrepreneurs, but I don't like that word entrepreneur. I saw a funny thing in um LA the other day and it was like a dating thing and she's like if one I go on one more date with a guy that says he's an entrepreneur. She's like, it's just a, a cool way to say you're unemployed. Yeah. It's yeah, that's true. But it's just I don't like that word. Yeah. It's I like don't I don't know. work, I don't really like the word girl boss anymore. Like there's all these words that I'm like, I don't know, I just would prefer to be referred to as Tully. 
That's who Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, like, I don't know. I think those words are kind of wanky. Mm. Oh, she's a girl boss. <laughs> yeah, cute. <laughs> she's a girl. And she is your boss. So, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I just, it's such a wanky, such a wanky thing to say. Anyway, do you have any recommendations for everyone this week? Maybe stay on the topic of burnout. Do you have any recommendations that someone could try this week that they may not have tried or something yes. that they can watch something or not, read? Not that they can watch or read, but I do have a recommendation. I'm going to get it. I'm going to look at my phone so I have it on my phone. Okay. And it's something that I do to just do a self-check of mm-hmm. like where I'm at in my life. I know you do something mm-hmm. different and it's called like the wheel of life. And it's got all these different bits and you plot on and we can share it on Curious On socials, yeah conversations um instagram and so this wheel it's like so it has health it has physical activity it has home cooking home environment i'll go through them all yeah not okay there's a lot okay there's a lot we can just post on socials and you plot on the lines of how happy you are is that like a one to ten yeah basically of how happy you are in that aspect of your life so like career at the moment I'm really, really happy. Finances, I'm really, really happy. But home cooking, it's like I know I feel better when I cook a mm. lot of home cooked meals. Not and having yogurt and cereal for dinner. <laughs> that's what, and peanut butter <laughs> yeah. toast. Um, so that's something that I'm not happy with at the moment, but I can work on. Yeah. But I also know that they're all never going to be a 10. Never, never going to be perfect. But it's like, okay. What areas can I just make one little improvement to make my life better than last week, Mm -hmm. this week, and then make next week better than this week? Yeah, so for example, it's like looking at your little wheel, seeing where you're at for each element and just say maybe you're a little bit, maybe you're a four on family, maybe you're a three on home cooking. So it's a following week. It's like, okay, I'm going to schedule in dates with my family so I can up that number a little bit. Or just cooking. call call someone yeah, in your family. Yeah, or the home cooking could be a three and be like, okay, on Saturday I'm going to go to the market and I'm going to buy all my food. I'm going to buy meat and stuff so then I don't eat out, I don't order Uber Eats, mm-hmm. and I can set up a menu for the week. It's and just making sure that they go up a little bit. And they will be some weeks super down, some weeks they'll be super high. And do you know what I, how I feel? It's like when you're cooking nutritious meals for yourself or meals that bring you so much joy, it's like it – your self-worth and self-value, I think it's like a subconscious thing. I really do. You're nourishing your body. So I feel like you know you're doing good for yourself. There's so, nothing better than having a fridge full. Oh, do you, I said to you girls, I was, like, I was like, oh, my God, the other week I was coming home so late every night and I was having peanut butter toast at 9.30. And, I like, I know that's not good for yeah. me. Yeah. That's so funny you say that because last week Damien um, came to South Melbourne Market with me because we went later in the day and he's like, I'm going to go and get the meat and stuff. I'm like, hey, we just need mince, this, that's all. Like, And he's like, okay. Came back, came back with mince meat, chicken fillets, schnitzels, enchiladas, steak. And I was like, oh, my God, you got so much stuff. But – fuck did we feel good during the week because mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to the supermarket once. Mm-hmm. The fridge was full. Um, he definitely – and then he had food to eat when he got home. Like he wasn't ordering Uber Eats and he took food for work. So he wasn't ordering Uber Eats at work. And he was like, I need to do the meat shopping every week. And I'm like, you can because that shit's a bit more expensive so you can buy the <laughs> meat. No, but it was good because then he felt prepared for the week and he wasn't ordering mm. Uber Eats at work. So it does make you feel good. 100%. Yeah. Um. 
And I, then that also reflects in your finances. If you're yes. spending like spending heaps of money on Uber Eats, you're at least saving. No delivery fee. Exactly. No, it's such. It's honestly, it's just changing those ha- those things, habits, and that's where my recommendation is going to go in. And it kind of goes off Sarah's. Is I've just. I listen to this podcast and she keeps continuously talking about habit stacking. And I was like listening. I was like, what the fuck is habit stacking? That's like, exactly what I said to you. I was like when you yeah. tried to explain and it anyway, to me. Anyway, there was a podcast yesterday and she actually explained habit stacking. And I was like, oh my God, I want to share that with you guys because she's the same girl that taught me energy givers and um, negative drainers or whatever we call them. Energy drainers. Energy drainers. Energy givers and energy drainers. She's the same girl and I – Think she's fucking phenomenal and she was talking about habit stacking and I was like oh my god I want to share that with our community I spoke to you yesterday I'm like I think we should talk about habit stacking and it's something that I want to get better at I'm pretty good at habit stacking but I would like to get better what is okay so that example habit stacking is just say you take two vitamins in the morning um and then you're not like you have to take them and so what it is is you the night before, you take out two of your tablets and put it next to a glass of water mm-hmm. beside your bedside table or where the kettle is or somewhere that you know that you're going to frequent in, in the morning or it's the first thing that you see. So you're already habit stacking for that day. Because I know for me, vitamins, like they're in my vitamin cupboard and often, most mornings, I will forget to take them. Like I know you forget to take your vitamins all the time, mm-hmm. but it's getting them out next to a glass of water and so you so you're habit stacking for the day it's there it's done another habit stacking technique and I talk about this all the time is getting out your activewear and putting it beside your bed that's a habit stack because you when your alarm goes off in the morning they're right there you've got no excuse get the fuck out of bed and put your activewear on they're not in your drawers you don't have to go over your drawers so it's like the Mel Robbins thing it's the five second rule it's yep. like if your stuff is there, you've got no time to negative negatively think, I'm not going to do it. It's mm. there. It's habit stacking. You're done. So I was like, I want to start habit stacking, habit stacking more in my life so I don't pro- – oh, I can never say this word. Procast- procrastinate. procrastinate. Because it happens so much. Can I tell you how I habit stack then? Yeah, go. Because we were explaining – you were explaining this to me and you just mentioned the Mel Robbins – um, five second rule. Five five second rule, and I do that in the morning. So mm-hmm. I set my alarm super early. Some mornings I jump out. Some mornings oh, I, we snooze all the time. I, so I don't snooze all the time. Maybe one day a week I do, mm. but I I click the button and then I'm like, no, Sarah, five four, and by the time I get to one, I have to be yeah. out of bed. Yeah. I but it all starts at the night time for me. I make my breakfast for the night before. Yeah, habit stacking, and then talking to you I was like oh you're so right like sometimes I don't take my vitamins if I don't make my breakfast and then I go mm. out for breakfast and you so forget. I, I put my vitamins inside my like right. on top of my breakfast right habit stack I create I need I need to drink more water so I fill my water bottle up and have it on the mm-hmm. edge of my bench and so already I've got my breakfast ready to go my water ready to go my vitamins for the morning for the next morning yeah and then for I go to bed, wake up, my gym gear's already out, my bags are packed with my clothes for the next day. So it's like I don't have to think about and anything. Not, and you're not creating anxiety because you're not rushed. There's, you know, in some mornings that you're like haven't packed Overwhelmed. Bag. Yeah, and then you're like, fuck, trying to get to the gym class, but you're trying to pack your bag and then you get to the gym class and you're like, 
you're like, forgot my undies. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so stressed already, and I yes. shouldn't be like this. It's first thing in the morning. Why am I creating stress? I've been up for half an hour. It's so important. So that's my recommendation for everyone this week: start habit stacking. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Mm. We love it. Um, that's all for me. I, love I don't it. have any other recommendations other than book your holiday, habit stack, habit stack. Mm-hmm. Can't talk and do some really nice things for yourself this week and this weekend and prevent that burnout I think if you if you think you're going through burnout check yourself learn Mm. the language of your body learn the language of your body maybe cut back on the hit class maybe do something a little bit more gentle cut back on hit cut back on coffee cut back on toxic people cut back on energy drainers I should say and fill up your cup learn the language of your body if you're feeling bloated if you're feeling like Sarah how your shoulders are up Mm. here really learn the language of your body and correct that and learn to breathe and go live your life yeah book that holiday (laughs) y'all anyway I hope you guys like this podcast if again if you have any suggestions of what we should talk about please let us know and we hope you have a beautiful lovely week I love you and choose love (laughs) oh that's quite nice I've got love written on my body for a reason and I realized yesterday I have a tattoo called tattoo in the inside of my arm called love and I got it because every time I see it I have to remind myself to love myself and yesterday when I was looking at it and I was like oh like that was the reason why I got it because I was like every time you look at it remember to love yourself but then when I was looking at it yesterday I was like oh the other meaning for my tattoo is always choose love that's you know why that's my tattoo that I'm gonna get what's that my nana oh yes love always because it's to remind me to love myself always and to always do things with love yeah and that's a reason why I got the love tattoo and I'm like I realized yesterday I'm like another reason choose love not just love yourself choose love do everything with love yeah respond with love it's hard sometimes but you gotta do it ciao Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.